Our wonderful, beautiful new intro. Um, this is episode two, and we're going to give a talk about what's kind of happening. So uh, we've got what we've been doing. We're introducing a whole new segment. Um, imagine uh, the Game of Thrones shame. Um, and then we're going to talk about our next big 3DK event coming to the island. And then talk a little bit about um, where to get that information and what we're going to do next so yeah guys so that's going to be our show for today stay tuned the boys of the golden okay, so what we have been doing so i've had a lot of changes in my hobbying in the last little bit yeah you have uh a little bit more than i was expecting but <laughs> due to uh some fiscal trades and whatnot i've uh got so the big the first big thing is um my ultramarines have found a new home so. yes they have and i can't believe what home they found <laughs> so uh if you want to give a little background on Mi- little maddie well yeah like if you've listened to episode one we we're talking about my <laughs> My buddy Matt and how you're like, oh, you know, my buddy Matt doesn't doesn't have an army. We've been playing for years now. You know, I've basically s- supported his little crack habit in a way. But, uh, <laughs> you know, a little, ha- bit here, little bit there, a little bit here, a little bit there, you know. And uh, finally, like you were just you finally broke him. <laughs> He's uh, moved out. It to wasn't the- hard. It was. Not I know. Hard. Well, I guess that's what happens when you move out to, uh, you know, the, a rural area and your your girl leaves you for a month by yourself and three weeks in, you start making poor life choices. <laughs> hey, it was a great life choice. It was. It was. It was. I should, But let's be serious here. Well, all it does is facilitate some future endeavors. That's all I'll say. Um, that is true. But yeah, I sold my Ultramarines to Matt, so now AJ doesn't have to paint a whole other army. Uh, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank I, you so much. I thought you would enjoy that. Because yeah, it, like, it was like, it's a 4,000 point fully painted Ultramarines army. Fully based, yeah. everything. So gave him a wicked good deal, I think. And I was just, I just was up with hanging out with him this weekend, checking out his new place. And he is absolutely jacked. Like he was talking about get where, where to get paints. Like he wants to, he's got to hook up with you and actually talk about that. Um, and talk about like the paint scheme and stuff like that. But he, I'm going up in a couple weekends and he's like, Oh, do you think you could, uh, maybe bring the airbrush up? And I'm like, yeah, Oh, he doesn't even know I have an airbrush. 
Well, yeah, but just like just that he like whispered that to me, like <laughs> I'm just like, oh man, you're you're just lighting my fire. Yes, absolutely, I can bring the yeah, airbrush up. Let my fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he's jacked. He's like, I need to buy this. I want to buy this. I want to buy this. Oh, he was he was throwing out a list idea to me that it was just gross. Like Is it I, the, I guess the double dare deer list. That with like the ten missile terminators, oh, just sitting, Taurus, yeah, yeah, just sitting back, like chilling, and yeah, sounds pretty cool, man. He doesn't need a lot for the army to make it like super deadly. No, no, it's uh, it's it's dope. Uh, just to see how jacked he is, and then he wants to like really get into the hobby, and it just is awesome. I'm thank you so much, <laughs> <laughs> and he's beaten me every game. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I have not won with my white scars yet. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I think it's because they're, like, shittily painted so far. <laughs> oh, they're just, uh, they're giving, it, you, giving you giving your dice the cut eye because uh, the bad paint jobs right now. The bad paint jobs, which, in the hobby talk, uh, I have, in the past, like, two days, got all of my initial reds done, all of the blacks from the metallics on, and I've rebased all of my jet bikes to have, uh, they're, like... Because the flight bases suck, so what I did is I, like, opened up an area on the bottom of the jet bikes mm-hmm. where, like, the engine goes in. in yeah. The middle, okay. And then I glued in silicon nuts, and then I have silicon screws that are on bases. Oh, and so sweet. all the jet bikes are screwed into a base now. Where did you find those? Uh, just at Lowe's. Really? Yeah. So now they're so, all... So, then cheap. Yeah. Nylon screws, so the jet bikes screw into those onto, like uh 50 mil bases oh crazy i'll have to check those out yeah when, and uh... they're so much more stable ah yeah because i'm thinking of doing some uh some dick bikes potentially for the emperor's children maybe i you know i can't really oh, set totally. all on the list well, yet but when i was painting my my jet bikes i really was trying to stay away from like the full front of some of them being all red and i wasn't thinking and i painted the front of one like completely red and I was like, oh, my God, that just looks like an angry dog dick. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to, like, paint a few more so it didn't just look like this one. This lipstick bike. So. This, this one lipstick bike. <laughs> well, he could be the sergeant. He's not even. He's just like a random jabroni. He's, <laughs> he, he should always be at the back because he's dog fucking. <laughs> But so that's awesome. I got like yeah, I got so so much of that done, like almost to care, like everything. So that's a lot I'll of progress, man. That's great. It was a big progress. So I'll definitely have them done for kippers. I might even have enough time to start painting the other thing, which is I sold an Imperial Guard army and immediately oh. dropped all of the cash on an Iron Warriors army because. <laughs> I had 40 Mark III Marines just sitting in boxes. (laughs) I was like, what am I going to do with them? I thought about making them into another White Scars army, and it just didn't seem to fit. I thought about doing Pure Fist, but I was like, I don't have a a Traitor Legion. And then I didn't want to do Death Guards because we have a lot of those in our local area. And we have some Iron Warriors. And then Eric, Iron Warriors Eric, was like, be an Iron Warrior. We'll be brothers. 
He's just whispering in your ear. He was he was part of the lodges. He was part he of the infil- lodges. He, he he infiltrated your lodge. He he infiltrated hard in my lodge, and so we <laughs> kind of built a list that's like. So the whole concept is that he's got a standard one, which is like artillery that breaches through the walls. My Iron Warriors army is the army that goes through the walls after it's been opened. Ooh, so uh, what do you what do you think of this list is? Is going to consist of, or at least the basis of this army. Um, 20 Tyrant Seed Terminators. Mm-hmm. Two Iron Circle Domitars. Okay. Six Castellex. <laughs> yes. Pravian? Uh, um, well, I don't have to take a Pravian. I oh, can that's take, right, yeah. I can take Warsmiths. That's right, yep. So I have a Warsmith. Okay. I have a Pravian. I also have two tech marines with three servitors with rad missiles each. Okay. And what else? Do I oh, two 20-man tactical squads, a 20-man breacher squad, and a 10-man, can't remember, support team. How many, uh, well, how many points is that? That sounds like four, 5,000 points. It's about 4,000 points. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow, sweet. Well, that sounds awesome. Like, yeah. definitely a little different than... At least some of the Iron Warriors lists that I've seen so far. And then the last thing is if I get a Lord of War, it's going to be a Warhound. A Warhound? Yeah, it's the smallest Titan. I think it fits with the theme of it the most because it's like after it's been breached, all these guys go through and then it, it follows up because it can walk through that kind of. See, I thought you were going to go with a, like a Mastodon. No, no, because like this is the concept that it's already at the wall. Right, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't really have much to put in the Mastodon, but it would be like Breachers and the two Contemptors. I guess well, the Tyrant Siege could go in there, but I want them yeah. shooting. Yeah, I guess you want them shooting right yeah. away from the and back. But I don't even know if I take a Lord of War, but that's one of the concepts. And I don't, I really don't want to take Perturabo. That's like one of my things. Yeah, I love I love you for not wanting to do that. My, I, I'm so like... I know people call me anti-Primark. I'm not, but... I'm definitely like I don't have Ferris yet, and I don't really have any plans to get him because I'm more like I need to build an army worthy of Ferris Menace. I completely agree. That's why I didn't buy Rebute from Ultramarines until I had like six thousand points, mm-hmm. and I have that army. Yeah, it's just not painted. Yeah, that. So once it's painted, then it's worthy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so what has changed in your hobbying there, AJ? Um, well, actually, like, I haven't been doing a whole lot of, like, my hobbying, I, 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 I guess. I haven't worked on, like, any Mechanicum or Iron Hands recently, but I've been uh, helping our buddy John um, work on some base coats for his custodes and using some of the techniques that I picked up on uh, at my airbrushing course uh, with CK Studios. So uh, just doing some like basic Xenothal effects and just getting some base coats done like pretty quick and, um, you know, just which spurred him to start painting, even that right now he's sipping cocktails at a fancy restaurant in Puerto Vallarta in Mexico right now. So oh, with the Pooh River, <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> He says it's clay, but it looks like blue. I know. I've I've been there. I've seen it. <laughs> um, but yeah, 
He's, uh, we've been working on that, uh, just doing some, some outdoor uh, hobby after work sessions with the airbrush, which has been pretty wicked. And uh, also been working on um, air, the Games Workshop, like uh, objective markers. Oh, box. Those things look so sweet. Yeah, so I've been, uh, I built those and I've uh, started to do some basic airbrushes on them. And I'm what I'm doing for, you know, there's the, um, there's like the labor, there's like a little surgeon dude and like a medical yeah, slab. Yeah, yeah. So I've added, I've chopped up like a, a Mark IV Marine and, you know, put a whole bunch of holes in him and he's got a whole bunch of blown off limbs and so like a gene uh, seed uh yeah uh, like he's just uh he's gonna be all i'm gonna use a whole bunch of blood effects and stuff like that to make him look like a sweet yeah you're going after like save the gene seed or something like that in his own portals game um and then there's the other one that is the is got the gene stealer in the vat kind of thing oh yeah, uh, yeah yeah and like i was thinking about potentially swapping it out with something else but like i really don't know what i would put in there and i don't really have anything immediate to throw in there to swap it out so i think i might just leave it in there as just some random like xenos creature that they destroyed and uh but i'm gonna use like i've got tons like this huge like half liter jug of water effects oh, nice. that I've been meaning to use. So I'm going to, I'm going to slowly build that up and fill the thing up. So it actually looks like it's, uh, it's filled up in water and, you know, put, use a small little straw to get some bubble effects going on in there and should be a fun little hobby, hobby, uh, project to do. So yeah, I'm really enjoying doing that, but haven't been doing a whole lot of hobbying because mostly I've been, uh, getting ready for some camping trips and just got back from like an awesome canoe trip. So not a whole lot of hobbying, but, uh, you know, that will start to change as the weather changes and the pressure for kippers gets higher and higher. I'm, uh, I'm dreading, just dreading going back to the ZM folding cutting experience so um you've been talking about the zone metals and i had like this this idea because i built these um these like like large like uh essentially rock formations for one of my tables my uh oh yeah my uh hills of caliban table and it okay gave me, me an idea for a four by four which is buy like four cans of this like sealer insulation foam and then literally fill a four by four with it and then cut into the foam to look like you're fighting through um, uh, mountain trenches, like, yeah. yeah, not trenches, but like inside of a mountain, like say, if, like, yeah, a, yeah, an yeah. army like hollowed out a mountain. Well, Ashton uh, from our group, he's uh, he's actually like made just like a cheap foam version of a whole bunch of the Games Workshop tiles. Yeah, like basically copied the same shapes and just like used. Uh, hard insulate or like rigid insulation foam to uh cut them out and but basically he hasn't finished them yet and wants to do them in like a dungeon-esque kind of scenario so you could potentially also use it i think for D &D. Mm. Uh, and i was thinking like that he could just get you know go to michael's and get one of those like 
five five liter jugs of white glue (laughs) (laughs) and you know go get just a whole bunch of sand and basic and some like rough aggregate and basically like mix up a goop to just put over the walls and like you know mix a sand base to put on the floor on the base of it and then just like spray a sealer on it and then you could you know do a base coat spray of just some cheap you know paint yeah spray or brush and then just do a a dry brush effect so I think I've like kind of sold him on that. I'm, I'm, I think he's just <laughs> hoping for some <laughs> some help to to pull it off. So um, might be doing that in like the future because uh, you know just getting more ZM tables is good for everyone, really. <laughs> if I we think can get some more in in the community, if I can get my tables for Kippers done, then I'll I, I might try to quickly do my idea for Kippers as well. So we have another four by four at least. Well, yeah, like that's like that's been my my focus right now is just doing getting all the train up to speed, and you know, I I commend all these guys, like you know, some of the podcasts I listen to, guys do that run big events, you know, like oh, frontline yeah. gaming and stuff, and how they just pound out like all this train. I I don't know how they do it, but I'm also trying to do it to a I would say probably a lot higher quality. Oh yeah, um, they're, they're they're by the numbers kind of concept. Yeah, totally, and and they just need to do that. And um, I've checked out some of their train, and it's it's like nice, but I it's I guess maybe not to the themed level that I want in some of my trains. So you know, sadly that costs a little bit more. But I've got some uh, some more stuff coming in the mail to potentially test out. So. We'll see how that goes. I just bought a little bit of this uh, plastic stuff, so we'll see what you know. Just see what it's like, and if I really like it, then hopefully what the get it. Brings. Yeah, I see what, exactly. So, uh, yeah, just lots of lots of train in my future. I think for the next little while. Awesome. So, yeah, that's just just, just a bit of our hobby talk. Um, we're going to go into our next segment, which is something AJ uh, mm-hmm. talked to me like two weeks ago just randomly called me and was like, we need to do this. <laughs> so uh, we'll get into that. The boys of the golden throne. Uh, so we're back and we're going to have AJ introduce the brand new segment. All right. So brand new segment. Um, I'm definitely not going to take credit for this. Uh, when I was down at TK studios, uh, I was sitting beside this guy, Richard, who uh, was an awesome dude. Uh, spent like a lot of the weekend just chatting and, you know, going over techniques. And he also used to run a podcast, which I am totally blanking on uh, the name of it. So sorry, Richard. But if uh, you get in contact with me, I'll totally shout you guys out. But uh, they had this theme or this segment that they did for a little bit and then retired and i just thought it was hilarious so i was like we got to do this and it is the shame segment (laughs) (laughs) so um you know cue the music (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah give us a little rundown of what it what shame is all about yeah so basically um you know everyone that's in this hobby you know, we all, you know, we all have 
models sitting in in foam, sitting in bits boxes, sitting in in on sprues in boxes underneath our beds. You know, we all have these models that we've had for the longest time that we bought and we're like, oh, we're going to get to this. I'm so stoked. And 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 then it just like doesn't happen. We all have these uh, all have these dreams. Yeah. Pipe dreams of models. And they just uh, sit done or, or get, you know, a couple base coats on and then don't happen. So we are going to introduce this shame segment to hopefully, you know, we're going to talk about a model that's in our in our collection that we just haven't gotten to or whatever. And maybe it will spur us on to, you know, finish one of these models or squads or vehicles or whatever it may be. Uh, I have a shame and a regret (laughs) And a regret. Yeah. <laughs> well, we all have regrets. Yeah. <laughs> so what's, right. your, what's, what's your big shame, AJ? So my big shame is uh, like one of the first heresy models I bought. I think it was actually part of the second order I ever made. And I, I'm so jacked on these guys. And I'm still jacked on them. I think they're great mo- models. And that's the, the Myrmidon Secutors. Oh, they're, yeah. yeah big and brooding and they've got you know beastie swords and awesome guns and you know they're they're great they're they look great on paper but i just you know one i don't like to do a lot of playing without painted stuff so they haven't seen the board a lot but i really just haven't found that they pay off very often they only got a three plus and i think that maybe is one of the reasons that they haven't hit the field is that I just can't get them into a list in a, in a way that I like, but I did just get, um, the machinator explorador, the, uh, the, basically the mechanicum land raider. So I'm thinking of maybe throwing a couple of guys in there or maybe run it with, uh, with an arch magos in there. I don't know. We'll, we'll play it out. So, um, Yeah that's been my shame you know i've had them for god two and a half years three years maybe i know that's probably i know people have had models for way longer than that and i have models for way longer than that but heresy specific definitely uh those secutors are my shame Shame. what about you man (laughs) well so when we were talking about it, I, I had, like, an idea, and then I I want to talk about it, but I also realized I also have another shame. I'm very shameful right now. <laughs> yes, you are. So, From the picture that you sent me just before we started recording, yes, okay. you are. So, uh, I'll start with, like, my model shame. So, I have a fire raptor for my white scars, and I want it for transportation to have the wings magnetized. So I got magnet. Uh, buddy Nico gave me some magnets, but they're just not strong enough. So I like mounted like s- like three sets of magnets for each wing, and it's they're still not strong enough to hold them up. And I'm just like freaking out, and like the wings keep falling off, and then the bra- the wings break themselves. And <laughs> so, oh no, really? Yeah, it's all it's all put back together now. So I literally have to like drill in like prongs, t- so the prongs go in as well as the magnets, just so these wings stay on. Yeah, I think uh, you should message Jeremy. I think he did something similar. He did. To that. I, just, I was just hoping I didn't have to do the uh, the prongs as well. Oh, okay, gotcha. 
But I will. Um, the other shame is <laughs> I got this. I got some land speeders from a friend. Uh, they're, they're super old. They got lots of paint on them, and they're like, I was like, I'll strip them. And I was like, oh, okay, and I'll put heresy marines on them for my white scars. So I got two of them done, and this one has just been sitting there with like, all it is is like the lane speeder with no guns and no base with just chests. <laughs> <laughs> and I Just chests? Just chests. Like, so legs and chests, no heads, no arms, no shoulder pads, no nothing, and no weapons, and no base. And then I'm just like, you know what? This is becoming a piece of terrain now. (laughs) (laughs) And I went and bought a brand new one. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah, I was like, I'm not going to try to rebuild this thing. So I'm going to, like, hack it up and then make it look like a crash land speeder for a piece of terrain. (laughs) Oh, that's funny, man. Yeah, because I was just just like... So you've just, it. that's, that's the worst shame. You just gave up on I it. I just gave up on it. I, that's my shame. I gave up. I, that's not my worst shame this evening. Uh, <laughs> a picture to AJ, which is probably the worst shame. It's not that shameful. I don't know. I'm going to backtrack now. <laughs> <laughs> so well, why it's shameful is because it's kind of stupid. Um, I live in a, I don't live in a very big place and I have a long, I have a booming voice in person. So when I record when we record. I have to go into our bedroom just so I can close the door. I'm not in the living room anymore, and I don't wake my kids. So, I thought that this brilliant idea that I'm going to put my computer on like a rolling desk, and so I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to do that." So my computer, I just got to unplug it. I roll the whole computer into my bedroom, but the desk is literally like the size of the hallway-ish from where like my closet and my wall. So. As soon as I get my computer into my bedroom, I'm stuck in here. <laughs> and my it's so hot right now that it's sweating balls, so I'm currently having to podcast in my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> I have like three glasses of water and then my wife brought me one of those like ice uh those like tea drinks from Starbucks that are super cold. She already brought it in? Mm-hmm. Oh man, I thought we were gonna get an on on air delivery. Oh, well, it was she. She put it through the window. Ooh. She opened the window from the outside, put the drink on the ledge, and then <laughs> and it went into the house. That's love, right there. That, that's 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 true commitment to the podcast. <laughs> so my shaming is having to swell smell my own sweaty balls while talking to you. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll. Uh, I don't know if this will be uh, an every week kind of. I hope it's not an every week. <laughs> yeah, we'll start getting off models, and it will just like dive down into our dark pasts, <laughs> into our own shameful psyche. Yeah, exactly. So you know, I think I think we'll like occasionally revisit this. You know, do a shame checkup. You know, see. Maybe maybe in uh, a few episodes we'll look back and hey maybe this will spur on some some progress. Would we ha- would we have to have a redemption segment? Uh, no, there's probably or like too much other there's too much other shame like on top of shame probably to really get to like any sort of repent <laughs> repent level or <laughs> we we served our penance. Yes, exactly. Maybe. 
Okay, All so right. yeah, we'll go into... We're going to talk a little bit more, well, no more about this, of course, but we're going to talk about the main bulk of our episode, which will be about the next term we're running. Yeah, the uh, Kipper's Melee. Yeah. The boys of the Golden Thorns. So, now that we've uh, taken a little break, we got some sandwiches, it sounds like. <laughs> no, that's for tomorrow. Oh. You know yes. I have a sandwich right now? I want a sandwich right I now. I know. It did make me really hungry, actually, seeing it. I was like, oh, I can eat that right now. <laughs> taste the taste of sandwich. Yes, but I will have to settle for um, a, a Dusk Pale Ale brought to you by the Parkside Brewery. Ooh. I think this might be also an ongoing segment in our show <laughs> of... <laughs> Uh, that our our podcast is brought to you by various different craft beers <laughs> on the on the west coast. Oh, that that sounds. I just need more beer in my house. All I have right now is like expensive scotches. Ew. Mm, yeah, that's beer would be good right now in your situation. I think. Oh yeah, a, a, not not a Starbucks. That's probably not a good idea. I think it says caffeine in it too. Oh sweet, awesome. Well. Maybe you can make uh, <laughs> the next uh, episode's show notes tonight, then. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. I, if I'm going to stay up, I'm painting. I need to paint. Ah, that's true, yes. Anyway, we're not we're not here to talk about the next show. We're here to no. talk about this show. This show, that's right. And the main segment is the next big event here on the Lower Island, or I guess Vancouver Island in general. Because uh, I don't know of any other RC events going on. No, um, we're the we're the only we're we're the top dogs because there's no one else. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, why don't you uh, why don't you kick us off here and tell us about uh, our basic information about this event? Yeah. So the uh, the event is in October twentieth uh, to twenty second uh, of this year. Um. It's going to be in Nanaimo, uh, British Columbia, Vancouver Island. Um, some of the mainland tend to call it Surrey by the Sea, which I think is <laughs> something else. Um, and it's going to be at the prestigious Vancouver Island Convention Center. Yes, moving on up. Moving on up. We went from like a dirty legion, which I loved. Hey, to... it's not that dirty. It was like lived in. <laughs> it was well aged. Yeah. And it had really cheap beers. It was amazing. But and it's where we first met. It's true. <laughs> so we're going to the the convention center, like right downtown, um, which is pretty cool. Um, it's really close to my work, so we're gonna go all to my work at lunch break and have some beers and eat some tasty tastes. Yeah, meals. man. Oh yeah. There's a bunch of like I think it's a great like great um, scale up because there's like way. In my opinion, there's a lot better food in the area. Oh, You're yeah. like right by the ocean. There's more. It seems like there's more hotel options. You would probably know better than me, as it's your uh, your city of residence. But there, uh, there is. There's a hostel. There's a a few hotels in the area that are probably be better priced. Um, yeah. And then I'm trying. We're currently we're trying to figure out for it if. If my kids go to grandma or grandma and grandpa's for that weekend, we can house some of you guys. Ooh, that'd be cool. Yeah, because at that point, like, my wife would come out and hang out with us as well. Yeah, absolutely. For yeah, sure. yeah, that's what I was thinking. So yeah, 
Cool. Right on. Yeah. So that's October 20th to 22nd, uh, 2017 at the Nanaimo Island Convention Center. If you have want any more information, just look up kippersmealy.ca. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to more of those in a, in a bit here. So, um, yeah, basically like a quick rundown of what the Kippers Melee is about. Uh, Kippers has been operating, I believe, it since 2012, and uh, basically this year will be year two of the Heresy. It's going to be the first year that Victoria Heresy 30K events uh, is running it. Uh, I <laughs> that i'm gonna be running it um so it's gonna be more about helping sort of you there's many people helping absolutely but definitely you were helping out and it's not just uh heresy there's gonna be uh, a 40k event there's gonna be kings of war there's gonna be uh x-wing and war machine and, and i'm sure there's gonna be some more things uh announced later on i know last year there was a bunch of board games going on and uh a few different things that i wasn't didn't really know what what was going on there but uh, some random calrissians yeah some like i think there was even i like a couple guys brought out the blood bowl um and it was just like an un- unsanctioned event <laughs> kind of thing but i think with uh the resurgence blood bowl of, on the streets yeah i don't know i like i keep seeing more and more guys on the island like getting into blood bowl so i wouldn't be surprised if we see some of that but uh uh, yeah, so that's, uh, you know, maybe you're not uh, into heresy, which is, I don't know why you'd be listening to this podcast, but uh, for some well, reason... They if, might just be thinking about heresy. And... That's true, that, you know, if you uh, if you don't have a full army and uh, you want to come out for uh, one of these other events, they're great events run by awesome an awesome uh, organizer, so uh, definitely uh, if you want to... Inf- more information, like uh, like you said, there's the kippersmelee.ca, uh, uh, which is a general website. There's also, you can just search on Facebook for the Kippers Melee, um, and, there's, and then through there, you can get uh, to all the different sub-event uh, pages, one of which is the 30K event, which is our event. So... Uh, we don't have a lot of information about the uh, these other events other than telling you that they're they're happening <laughs> but they exist that they exist but uh really we are just here to talk about heresy so uh <laughs> we yeah. are hard for heresy so uh when I kick it back to you let's uh just open it up what's it what's this generally what's this event kind of taking place what's going on so it's um kind of a bit of a recurring theme with uh, all of our events, which are it's traitor versus loyalist. So it's not like a traditional tournament where you're going in and you, it's you against everybody and you're just trying to win all your games, get the best points to be the number one. There are the best traitor and the best loyalist, but you do win or lose as a team. Yes, and as and I think this is the only way that heresy events should be run. I agree because. It gives you even odds of traders and loyalists, and we we got twenty. It's a twenty man event, and I think we're sold out, or we have some spaces again. No, we we do have two spots left. So, um, and uh, that's, what side, trader or loyalist? We have one in each side. Ooh. So, uh, this is to basically, if you want to grab a spot, um, basically, 
you got to go to the the Facebook event and send me uh, a PM being like, hey, I want to I'm playing, you know, Ultramarines Loyalist and I will secure you a spot on the side that you want. But until you actually buy your ticket, you know, and anything's up for game. So um, if you secure me, send me a, an email to secure a spot, that'll be good until basically the event sold out and someone grabs a ticket before you. Well, you know, money speaks louder than words. Shame. <laughs> Shame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so yeah, the narrative event on that and that uh, think about 20 players and it's 10 traders, 10 loyalists. That's going to have a lot of like change and ebb and flow in the games that can happen. Absolutely. It's a team game. It's a team game and it's a narrative event. So like this, this is not for bringing, you know, your, your face crushing list. This is to have a good time. You know, this is to, uh, you know, maybe you've got a specific list from, a, you know, based on some heresy book that you, you read or something like that. Or, you know, it's, it's not to say that, that you can't bring, necessarily a hard list because i i find that a lot of heresy lists are hard no matter really how what you build it and me as a cybernetica player <laughs> it's almost impossible not it's, to make a hard it's list. really hard but you know it, there's ways to tone down lists let's just put it that way so um you know take that for what you will uh we are gonna ask for lists to be submitted um up to two weeks before or i think it's two weeks yeah. before the event yeah, two weeks, just so we can review them and make sure they're legal. That they're legal and that they meet the theme of the of the event. You know, we we don't want some guy to roll up just with something that's inappropriate based on a whole bunch of the other lists. And yeah, we're not going to get into all that because that's a whole other discussion. Yeah. Um, so basically, uh, this event is going to be based on the the Golok War, the Glo- global podcast of event series that's going on this year so um it's gonna basically be loosely based at least on what's happening that month in the global heresy event so every month a different podcast takes on the narrative of what's happening in the campaign that month so we will uh basically none of the event information or the narrative information will be posted until that month uh, but at least we'll have about 20 days or I'll have at least about 20 days to uh, put the narrative package together before the event. And uh, yeah, it should be good. It's going to, if you aren't already on Oz 30 K um, I would highly encourage you to go on there and make yourself an account and register your armies uh, because we will, if you're, it's not that it's required, but um, we're trying to, you know, record some of these games and contribute to uh, the awesome, you know, event that's going on right now. So the yeah, yeah. So the other thing that we're have that's taking place with uh, this event is that we're having team generals, and we've had this um, at other events that we've run so far. But I felt that at least it hasn't worked out the way that. I initially planned the the team generals to work out, and I think that's more 
because I've had bigger expectations of it than maybe I should have just giving it to putting someone kind of on the spot the day of. So I've, uh, I've gone out there and asked certain people, one of them being yourself (laughs) to be one of the, the, the team general. So uh, you're going to be taking on the loyalist uh, general spot and our buddy John is going to be taking on the traitor um, general spot. And basically what the generals are going to do is they're ultimately going to have ultimate say over how each round is dictated um, throughout the weekend. Now, that's not going to be you know them bearing down on the other players whatsoever. It's going to be very much a, a loose gentleman's uh, event and and we're going to highly encourage grudge matches and you know if people want to reach out to other players and and say hey I want to play you like round two because you know we haven't played in forever like that's awesome motivation games motivation games exactly so that's going to be highly encouraged and I think it's it's probably going to be like all right it's round two like if if you have someone to play already great you know if not uh you know, try to find a player, and if not, the the general is you know can you can ask basically the general to tell you uh, where you want to or who's gonna your matchup is gonna be. Mm-hmm. So there's gonna be a whole bunch of different options for people depending on how involved they necessarily want to be in choosing their games and necessarily in the narrative structure overall. Mm-hmm. So basically, the event is gonna be a two day event, obviously. Um, we're going to, day one is going to consist of 10 tables. Uh, each one is going to be a six by four. Um, eight of them are going to be 3000 point games. Each table is going to be a theme table and it's going to have a mission that's themed to that table. And that mission is going to be the same mission for all three rounds on day one. So basically you can, you know, I might put out which missions and tables are out before. I haven't decided on that yet. Maybe it will go up right before a few days because we'll be probably down to the wire figuring <laughs> out uh, at least some of the terrain and stuff like that. But um, yeah, basically they'll have different themes. And then there's going to be also two ZM tables, which will be a 2000 point uh, table. So uh, if you want to be playing ZM, bring a 2000 point defender list and a 2000 point attacker list, because it will depend on basically the main theme of day one is that each team is going to be playing to take as many points on each of those theme tables. And after each round, let's say the loyalist wins one of the city tables in round one, that then the control of that table is going to go to, whoever wins that table. So let's say the loyalists. And at the end of the day, basically everyone's trying to control as many, as many tables as possible. So as much as that we're going to imply or like push that there's friendly competition and friendly game setup and stuff, there is going to be an element of strategy to trying to take each one of these different cities because at the end of or cities, each table, uh, because at the end of day one, when uh, all the points are are uh, tallied up, let's say you won your team, the traders won two city tables and they won the refinery table and maybe 
the snow city table. Um, each one of those might have certain bonuses that it, that can be used on day two. So there's, you know, even that we're going to be doing these, you know, letting people pick their own, their own matchups, you are going to be wanting to pay attention to what's going on, on, on each one of these tables and your, your general, you know, might come and tap you on the table and be like, Hey man, you might not have the best uh, list to run up against this guy on this table. So, Maybe, you know, maybe let's we'll re- switch out. Yeah. yeah, maybe we'll rethink this. Um, and then for day two, um, you are going to be able to completely change your list. Um, and, and But again, this is going to have to be submitted prior to. And there are going to be basically, day two is going to be one large, you're going to play one mar- large mega battle. There's going to be two um, tables that are six by eight. And they are going to be have a sub table of a ZM table that's a six by four. So each of these, uh, you know, tables basically are going to be a four by four game, three thousand points per player. Three of those players on each team are going to be on the surface battling on the the six by eight, and then one player from each team is going to be on the ZM table. There are going to be connection points on the surface that you'd be able that your team is able to send down reinforcements, and there's going to be uh, mission objectives both down in the ZM table level as well as the surface level um, that each team is going to be wanting to take. There's also now because we've been able to get a couple more spots for the event, uh, but we're not going to be able to maybe get a, another ZM table done. We're also going to have one uh, 2v2 uh, 6x8 uh, table as well, which will also have a, all of these tables will be completely uh, themed, so you can rest assured that there's going to be you know great uh, moments for taking pictures and, uh, and things like that. It's, I, I'm really looking forward to you know seeing all this painted terrain and these big games going on. It's going to be uh, pretty awesome. Uh, the other thing that I should mention is that these, the ZM tables are going to be run almost at, with a, a DM. So I'm going to be sitting in between these two tables. And, you know, you could be, let's say the mission is to go, you're the attacker, and you've got to go in and destroy some uh, power generators. But along the way, you come into some room and, oh, there's a couple of Castellac sitting there. And, you know, you, the, I could tell you, hey, well, you could go up to these guys and you can uh, do like a battlesmith role and you can try to turn these guys back on. And that might roll in your favor and they, you know, turn on and come into your control or they might turn on and just start beating your Stomping. face. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's going to be it's going to be a fun, like themed event. Um, you know, there's going to be lots of narrative involved. So it's, again, it's not going to be something to come and, and try to be super aggressive. It's just going to be, uh, you know, a good time, have some beers and enjoy yourself along the way. Um, yeah, so maybe, uh, I could kick it over to you to talk a little bit about, uh, about the scoring. Yeah. So, um, we're really focusing on, and all these tournaments and everything we're doing is 
really heavily on sportsmen and painting. Uh, so what that essentially means is like when you're going to your game, make like really emphasize of having fun that game and not just like, like I said, crumb crush your opponent, play hard, but don't throw it in people's faces. Don't be a dick. Um, if someone makes a mistake, don't like throw it in their face. Uh, just be a good, awesome dude. And with the painting, that's a big thing is we want these, these games to look beautiful. We, we want them to be compelling. Like if you ever, ever heard any other, any company talking about their game, they're always talking about how they want a visual presence. Um, we want that as well. We want people to come over to our tables who've never played a Horace or Heresy game, and they're like, "What is this?" And we're like, "This is this is thirty k. This is this is amazing. This is this is you should come. You should build an army cart playing with us because we're gonna have beautiful tables, and you can't have a crappy gray army if you have beautiful tables." <laughs> yeah. And, and I can I can tell you like it, it, if you're coming to this event, you're you're gonna get a good experience, and you're you, like our aim is to have the best tables there, and all of these tables will have fat mats, and you know we're we're really set out to make a fun experience, and exactly. uh, and so far I I think we've done that, like bringing a lot of new people into the scene, and uh, I. I for me, I'm I'm super excited about Kippers because it's a, in a way, it's like a little coming home. Last year was my first event, <laughs> and here a year, a year later, I've run three events. Now this will be so, uh, you know, I, I'm really excited for it. If 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 you know, could turn me around for what I originally thought of events. I, I'm I'm hoping that I can do it for other other players out there. Yeah, and it's it's a really big thing to have something like that. Um, um, with with having a fully painted, thought out army, there's like a sense of like reward about do finishing it, and there's nothing more compelling than to get it finished and then playing on the opposite side with someone who's finished the exact like the same thing. So you're both yeah. going into your games proud of what you have. Exactly. So that's not to say that they're, you know, that winning games isn't going to be, is not worth anything. We are going to have a best uh, loyalist and best uh, trader general award, but uh, really, the, you know, you, you're not going to win. If you come and bring a list and you're going to stomp people's face and they're not going to have fun you, and you win every single game, I can guarantee you, you're not going to take the overall prize. So, no. Uh, uh, didn't R Richard won Landacy and he like only won one of his games. Yeah, and but he got more. He he won best best painted, which for us is our our highest award, and sportsman is our second. And he actually got the most votes there. And I couldn't give him all the prizes in the world, so I put gave that to the next guy down, which was which was Matt. And uh, you know, it's. It, it's it's a that's exactly it's that was exactly the outcome that i wanted you know yeah. that here was a guy that was and he was totally shocked that he won too but that mm. was my goal was like all right main thing is going to be painting the second thing is going to be sportsman the third thing is going to be points you know exactly. I, that to me that's that's the way that uh 
it's not the way that I think that's not the most important thing that, you know, it's, this is a war game and, and, you know, there's always a winner and there's always a loser. And, and I'm not saying that winning games is a negative by introducing a scoring like like this. It's, but it's to control, it's to control the narrative that I'm trying to establish and, and a community. Exactly. And not, you know, just having something that's all about coming and winning. That's, I, you know, there's always going to be a winner and loser, but I'm trying to, you know, break the mold a little bit. And, and hopefully we, we don't see, you know, these death stars of, of, uh, you know, the, the Primark with all the Legion specific stuff and not to say that's bad, you know, just maybe not bringing it completely tooled up you know yeah yeah i mean those kinds of things and i and i think that other players will see that too in Mm -hmm. in your list construction so as much as a a lot of people don't like a scoring system like that because they say oh well there's always that guy that's just a dick and is gonna just skew the voting in his favor it's like well you know most of the guys we're playing with are you know have are in their 30s have children have mortgages are responsible adults you know we're all just there to have a, enjoy our time there exactly so uh yeah i that's a a little taste on on the scoring that people are going to encounter so you know definitely painting is this this is actually going to be the first event that's not going to be mandatory fully painted is for clothes closers i.e everything has to be fully painted but there's gonna be you're, you're probably not gonna want to show up <laughs> to the event yeah they'll definitely be a little bit of shaming they'll definitely be shaming and we're gonna institute a rule that uh preferred enemy everything on uh anything that's not painted anything that's not painted and that's just <laughs> to encourage people to paint and and trust me i'm a super slow painter and if I can get it done, you can get it done. You just got to, like, even an hour a day. And I know that seems crazy, but even just coming and just like, oh, I'm going to get these base cuts done. Just get it done. You got to, there's yeah, no, you just got to, you just got to buckle down and do it. You know, the things don't paint themselves. And the amount of time I spent or spend just sitting at my table looking at miniatures and thinking at, thinking that this isn't going to paint itself. So just do it. So. <laughs> Anyway, the other cool thing that's going on is uh, we are also going to be doing – it's going to be another dog tag event. So um, as an, an entry prize, basically, if you show up to the event, you're going to get a, an event-specific dog tag uh, made by Andrew Hollis at uh, Tagged Events coming all the way from Australia. Um, this Basically, there will be – a specific trader tag and a specific loyalist tag, and each tag is going to have a specific, like a special rule that you can play once per game, and um, and basically you can then take this tag and use it at future events. So if you've come to one of the Victoria Heresy events previously and you've got an event dog tag from The Shadow War Begins or Lannacy last year, bring those dog tags. Al- along with you and you can use them in the event as well the only caveat to that rule is that you your opponent always has to have the same amount of dog tapes as you do and you can only use up to two for each game so uh yeah 
awesome little uh, door prize, if you will, for just attending. And then for each prize that we have, um, you will get a dog tag for that uh, prize as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the last kind of thing we want to talk about the event is um, I've been personally been trying to push 30k uh, up in Nanaimo a lot more and it's I guess it's working um been going to the local store anyone has questions I answer everything I always talk about the lore and the background of people who've, who've got like the maybe the 40k version of the legion um and we got two guys that are they messaged me they're like hey ask some questions about the event I kind of told them what our past events have been like and they're they're gung ho. They're they're trying to get their armies fully painted by Kippers. We got it's two more. It's a uh, Gilbert and Liam, and they're trying hard to get those li- these lists done. I don't know if they've contacted AJ yet, but they're I've told them to get a hold of you as soon as possible. Um yeah, I'm just checking my logs here. I think uh no, I haven't heard from either of them. So guys, get in touch. Yeah, uh, there are only two spots left. We do have uh, right now. I will say that. Traders, man, get out there. Go buy your tickets. We yeah. got, we got like half, more than half of the loyalist uh, guys confirmed. And thank you guys for getting your tickets. But you know, get out there, buy your tickets. So far, we're the event that that's making the most traffic online in the event. So thanks for everyone for all their hype and and getting hyped and posting about what they're painting and everything. It's it's awesome to see. Yeah. Yeah, no, get out there, get everything set up, and get buy your tickets, because, yeah, it's filling up really quickly, and I wouldn't be surprised if <laughs> if you had intentions, and it would sell it before those intentions could be even, th- like, brought up to an intent, brought up to somebody, because when we bumped that up, because we only had, what, what did we start with? We had 16 to start, and then the day that we got the extra four spots... Um, which is kind of based on just terrain and tables right now, because we're yeah. we're keeping at the, this at a high at a high quality. You know, I think we could have probably got more tables, but um, I'm not going to stretch the quality of each table to get more people there. So, no. um, you know, there are only those. You know, the day that we put those spots up, two of them went like that. So, mm-hmm. um. If people uh, want them, get in touch. Uh, even if you go to the the event page, there's a there's a post that's pinned to the very top, which shows everyone and what they're playing and and the spots that are filled. Even if every everything's filled, still send me a PM and we can put you on the wait list. Um, you know, life happens and and I'm you know someone might have to drop. So uh, yeah, you know, especially if you're local in the area and you're willing to make the trip up, like you know, we might be able to make something work. So uh, at least send me a message and we'll put you on the wait list and, and see what happens. Yeah, I'm just looking up. Oh, here it is. So right now we've got for Loyalist, Ultramarines, Custodes, White Scars, Blood Angels, Iron Hands, Blood Angels, World Eaters, Ultramarines, Imperial Fists. For Traders, we have Sons of Horus, Death Guard, Thousand Sons, Word Bearers, Sons of Horus again, Emperor's Children, Iron Warriors, Word Bearers, Alpha Legion. That's Emperor's Children. I actually, I think that's not supposed to be Solar Auxiliary, but Militia, I think. Oh, okay. I could be wrong. 
Darren, yeah. I'm sorry if I'm messing that up, but yeah. you haven't you haven't messaged me if I have. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, we will have one spot for each. So if you haven't either traitor or loyalist or are willing to do a traitor version of a loyalist army or vice versa, do it up. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be a good spread, man. I, I'm stoked to see some of these uh some of these armies. Like there's uh there's definitely, you know, at least in our meta here locally in Victoria, we don't have an alpha legion legion player right now you know i'm stoked to see your white scars we haven't seen that yet um we don't even have a guy play we don't have a guy playing iron uh, imperial fists or like you know i know julian is working on his blood angels so haven't seen those on the table i haven't played against custodes like there's so much stuff like oh, yeah. i'm uh i'm really excited for it it's it should be good no I'm, I'm super excited to see how it goes um yeah with yeah, so we only have two slots left, and, and then I you got me as the ringer too. Yeah, and I don't think we're going to be able to get more either because we're already stretched for terrain as is. Yeah, I you know um, we'll see. Like if there is some overwhelming uh, response, and uh, and especially if maybe someone was interested in donating a complete table. <laughs> yeah. Then uh, which we you know we're we've got ideas for that in the future as well for future events of potentially opening up a a prize like uh i i think tim at the i horus is doing this now at, at his some of his events is putting out a prize for best best theme table brought to the event yeah. which... i think that's a really good idea um idea um yeah we should if you want to get any more information about the pay uh, the event you can go to uh facebook and look up uh kippers van island and then um, they'll you can look up other events from there, as well as or go to Kippers Media their actual website. Yeah, you can also search uh, on uh, the Victoria Heresy 30K events page, uh, which is uh, the event page that I run for all the events I put on. And you can also check out uh, just Kippers 30K on Facebook, and that will probably take you straight to it as well. Mm-hmm. Um. We're just going to take a quick break, get ourselves some water, and then we'll come back and talk about two other things that are going to be in the works for the future. So remember, there's only two spots left, people. Please sign up. Please get your tickets. I know I still need to get my ticket, and I feel really silly for not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) By next episode, you'll have your ticket, though, right? That's going to be part of your hobby progress. That's my my other shame. (laughs) Okay. The boys of the golden throne. And we're back, just uh, feeling a little bit more refreshed, uh, a little less sweaty. <laughs> um, we got, what, two things kind of uh, talking about for the future. Um, AJ, do you want to start off with, uh, I guess, would be next year's? Sure, yeah. Um, so if you, by chance, can't make it out to the next event, Kippers... Um, you know, you're working on your, your army, you're painting away and, you know, October is a little bit too soon. Um, we've got Lanasee happening in 2018. It's going to happen in April. Uh, dates are still to be hundred percent confirmed, but, uh, we're going to have more info as that comes out, but we're definitely going to have a heresy event going on there. Uh, we're going to shoot for as many people as possible being in victoria we're gonna we're really hoping that we can get some people 
coming up from the states uh looking to you guys in seattle to come on up and anyone in like the port angeles area that'd be awesome to have you guys and uh just try to keep growing the event i know from uh Lannessy last year there was a lot of guys playing in the 40k event that like oh i'm working on my army i'm working on my army i'm gonna be here next year so uh we're really hoping to see some uh some growth next year at at the Lannessy event and then the other event is uh a little secret event we're working on it's uh it's currently in the skunk works uh, yeah, it's a little bit of a brainchild of ours right now. Yeah, exactly. But uh, we don't have any dates. I think we're going to shoot for maybe February uh, 2018. Um, but the you know the quick summary of the event, and, and if this sounds good to you, then hopefully you, you can make it. It's going to be a two-day, non-structured, gentleman's narrative event of Heresy Gaming. It will also be booze filled, as <laughs> as my lovely co-host is <laughs> filling into our show notes as I as I speak <laughs> with kegs, kegs. <laughs> yeah, so there's definitely gonna be uh, gonna be booze at least on on the Saturday, uh, maybe not on the Sunday to make uh, travel home a little bit easier but uh a little less shaky oh yeah yeah exactly so uh we're gonna be doing a little work in the skunk works on that one and uh as soon as we have more info we will uh let y'all know oh yeah um yeah and that's so that's that's us guys that's uh all we have for you today um please just uh, look up the boys of the golden throne facebook page the victoria heresy facebook page and the victoria heresy 30k instagram um i know aj posts a lot of pictures on there of things he takes um i think i'll be sending him more pictures of uh, my progress and my white scars so people can take a gander at that yeah well. absolutely send them my way and i can post them up for sure yeah the um, the other thing we're gonna be uh doing at kippers as well that i'm i'm definitely doing is uh bringing up my light box and gonna yeah. bring out my tripod and good camera. So, in between uh, rounds, or if people want to use it, you know, once the rounds are done, to take some good quality photos and um, really want to work on getting every, you know, all the players in our little community here have like a little photo gallery on our on that um, Facebook page of of their armies. Yeah, and if you guys want an example of about like painting and like. Things like that. Just look at the uh, Victoria Heresy 30K Facebook page. Um, there's albums on there that have like small videos and pictures of the events we've done. Yeah, more to yeah. come. Um, I've uh, I've used that a lot for like people who are like, what are, what does everyone's stuff look like? And I just say yeah, just go look on there. You can see the quality of the armies. Like some of the paintings are really awesome, and some people some of the paintings like fairly average, just as long as it's painted. There's a good spread of like and. Yeah. And the, the cool thing is that, like, all, you know, I've only been really heavily, I guess, into the heresy scene here in Victoria for, like, a year and a half. But even in that time, I've seen, like, ev- almost, e- like, every player's uh, painting ability slowly going up. And really, I think these events are, are really pushing that. Like, people are, are seeing, you know, these awesome fully painted armies on the table. And they're like, okay, I got, you know, I got to get this squad done and i'm I'm really gonna go a lot harder because you know i want to get those extra painting votes and stuff yeah. like that it's, it's really great to see 
It's it is. It's it like I said before, um seeing that and playing against that feels really good. Yes, it does. <laughs> Set the mood. Set <laughs> Set the mood. Set the mood. Yeah. So uh, thanks, guys, for listening again to the Boys of the Golden Throne. Uh, we'll have more information and more stuff about us and more a more filled out uh, Facebook more we do these episodes. More sweatiness? More, much, much more sweatiness. <laughs> I'm going to just going to be a picture of me just like dripping with sweat. <laughs> <laughs> that can be our cover art. <laughs> just like, uh... Just scare away listeners. <laughs> I think I figured out the song we're going to do, too. For the <laughs> Excellent. On that yeah. note. <laughs> Have a great evening, everybody. See you guys. Bye.